You have to show up as that person who is willing to die to get results in your business. It has to be an obsession. It has to be something that you are consumed by. All day long, you are thinking about, is this actually serving me to move the needle forward towards the goals that I say are the most important to me? Hey there, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Life Mentor Podcast with your host, Balaj DeBicardos. I'm super pumped and excited for today's episode to talk to you about what I would do if I wanted to get out of my nine to five in 2024 and give you some context around what I have done in the past when I originally left my career to pursue things and some of the key shifts that are so valuable and important for you to make that shift. Because ultimately, if you currently have a nine to five type of job or possibly even multiple jobs and you have made a decision, right? A line in the sand that this is not the future for yourself, that you do not want to work on this schedule where you have limited options, limited choices, have to ask for time off and all the rest of the things that come along with it then this episode is going to serve you really, really well. So first things first, we need to take a look at our time and really have accountability towards what we're prioritizing our day and shifting everything that we currently do out of the mindset of this makes my job convenient and shifting it over into how can I set myself up for success in my business? Here's what I mean. So a lot of people, when they have a job, they make all of their decisions based on that job. So for example, if your job is in a particular city, then you are trying to find a place to live near your job as much as you can usually. And then after that, you know, you find a school for the kids and then you develop your habits around where you go shopping for groceries and activities and this and that. And it all kind of migrates towards the proximity that is near your home and also relative to your job if you are leaving your house to go to a location an office a job site or possibly your mobile where you're always going to different job sites and it's not like in one set place your schedule is so much dependent around this this core nine to five for your work so what i did is i stopped and asked myself what decisions can I make based on my goals for the future rather than my circumstances today? So when I prioritize my time, I started with my business comes first. Now, a lot of you probably say this or think this, but it's not actually the case for you when someone else from the outside was to analyze or watch you. It wouldn't appear like your business actually comes first because you wake up in the morning and then you get ready and then you take the kids to school and then you drive to work and then you drop, you know, pick them up after school and then you make dinner and, and then you work on your business. So technically in the sequence that I'm describing, your business is definitely not coming first. It's coming like step 20 of your day and you're going to be depleted. You're going to be tired. You're going to have so many things happen throughout the day that is going to make it harder and harder and harder for you to actually show up as your best self and put that towards your business. So one of the shifts that I always talk about inside my mentorship, and I'm a huge, huge believer of, is you need to start your day 
making progress in your business, first and foremost. So whatever time you normally wake up, most likely you allocate that time and you don't have much room for error, right? You don't have much room for, for anything, really. It's like everything's accounted for and then you go to work and then you come home from work and then you have a after work routine and then maybe you want to work on your business. That is going to be a plan that will most likely take a lot longer than you anticipate. So a lot of the time people go, I want to quit my job in 2024. But when we look at your daily, weekly, monthly amount of dedication and hard work and focus and commitment towards your business, it is minimal at best, right? And so you cannot put in minimum wage effort and expect to become a six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure earner in your business. You have to show up as that person who is willing to die to get results in your business. And I know that seems really drastic and intense, but it has to be an obsession. It has to be something that you are consumed by. Like all day long, you're thinking about, is this actually serving me to move the needle forward towards the goals that I say are the most important to me? Okay, so that's where we want to begin is take accountability for your time. Where is it actually going? And of course, we are humans and we want to have some downtime and some relaxation time and time with our kids and time with our spouse. And, you know, it doesn't have to be like 24-7 work, 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 business, 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 and that's it. But it does need to be almost to that point. Like it needs to be like 90, 95% business for a limited time to get yourself up and running. And in the beginning, you don't have that many resources for most people, right? You don't have that much money to spend on ads. You don't have that much free time to learn the skills, to study what you need to do. And so you really need to make sure that what you are focusing on is going to give you the most amount of leverage while you're doing something different. So for example, in our line of work, you know, ads is so important because your ads are running 24 seven behind the scenes. So one of the first things that you need to be practicing and studying is how can you create leverage content that you can boost as an ad that is out there on the internet, talking to your ideal person that is potentially a good fit for you to work with you in your business. So no matter what else you are doing, whether you're working, sleeping, playing with the children, making food, etc., that is still happening simultaneously. So you end up getting basically double your time. That's how you have to look at it. It's like if you have 24 hours in a day, that 24 hours is actually your 24 hours, meaning that you personally can only be doing one thing for a maximum of 24 hours a day, meaning that someone else can't go to your job on your behalf, right? Your boss would probably be like, where are you? So you personally have to show up to your job and do your work. No one can work out for you. You have to be the one that lifts the weights, does the cardio and gets the results in the gym. No one can like eat food for you. You have to be the one that puts the food in your own mouth, right? No one can sleep for you. It has to be you sleeping. So. A lot of the time people get this mixed up is that, yes, we only have 24 hours in a day, but if we have outsourcing, right, whether we have help that we hire uh, cleaning our home, that four hours is not your out, coming out of your 24 hours. It's coming out of that person who you hired. So that person, if you hire them to clean your house for four hours, that gets deducted from their 24 hours, meaning that they have 20 hours left in their life you still have your full 24. 
So a lot of what we are doing is we're trying to do everything all on our own, not realizing that our time is going to be limited and something has to give. So whether you are outsourcing business-related stuff like ads that are running behind the scenes or you are outsourcing your personal life where someone is cooking for you or maybe your spouse is supporting you in, a, in some type of way that helps out or you have somebody cleaning your house or you get your groceries delivered to your house rather than spending an hour or two every week going to the grocery store, finding a parking spot, going through the aisles, you know, reading labels, picking things out. It takes a lot of time to do that. Same thing with entertainment. There's so many different ways that you can break this down. But you have to get very, very clear that if your number one goal for 2024 is to be able to walk away from your full-time employment into this, then you better act like it. You better show up like it. You better reprioritize everything to make that happen, okay? The second thing is around your money. So typically, when we look at our prospects, and this includes you as well, and you ask somebody why they haven't achieved a certain goal with their business, with their finances, with their health and fitness, relationships, whatever it might be. The most common two objections that you always hear is I don't have enough time and I don't have enough money. But the reality of the situation is that you do have enough of both of them, but you're not reprioritizing it to be in alignment with what you say you truly want. And so there's one of two choices you can make. The first choice is that you change what you say you want. So you go, okay, actually, I don't want that. And my actions and my priorities with my time demonstrates it clearly that I don't want that. And, uh, and if that's the case, great. But when you're in out of alignment, there's no worse feeling. That's what makes you feel like you have no confidence. That's what makes you feel like you don't feel worthy because you're not in alignment with your truth. Your truth has to change or your actions have to change, but they need to be in alignment. And then same thing with money. I don't have enough money. It's like, well, I hear you, but you're most likely not spending money on the right stuff. Obviously, there's inflation. The cost of living has gone up drastically in the last few years. It has been harder to maintain the same type of lifestyle, but you can still adjust. You can still pivot. You can still make some changes. And anything that you can't afford to do in your business with money, you can afford to do it with your time. So back to this whole point around most people are working 40 to 50 hours a week, including commuting and travel and all that. And we have 168 hours in a week, all of us, when it's just our own time. So if we actually deduct uh, an average amount of time for sleep, which is seven to eight hours a night, and then our working life of 40 to 50 hours a week, we still have 30 to 40 hours a week left over. How much of that remaining disposable time is going towards your business? Now, a lot of the time, what I notice uh, people will say is they'll say, I just can't because of this, because of that. When I first got started in my business, I became more efficient at my job. So I got more done in less time. So when you look at an employee, they kind of drag their heels. They don't have urgency. They don't have this like target where their boss or their manager says, you got to have this done by Friday and it's some kind of task or whatever. The typical employee will actually dick around all week and then Thursday, crank up the heat a little bit, crank up the effort, crank up the focus to get the job done by Friday. 
But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, barely anything was achieved. But as an employee on a mission, as an employee with a plan, an employee with a dream is not the same thing as an employee who is settled for that is their end-all be-all. The golden handcuffs, it's good enough. I got some benefits. I make okay money. I have an okay house. I have an okay place. That is most employees. But there's a really, really big difference between someone who works a nine-to-five who is still an employee, but they're an employee with passion and purpose and a dream and a goal and a target that they want to achieve. What happens now is you are playing defense and offense simultaneously. Let me explain. Defense meaning that you don't want to completely be so distracted with your job that your employer notices your lack of output, your lack of performance, your lack of actually getting tasks done or you know doing a great job. But what you do need to do is you need to increase your efficiency. So if there's a, a goal or a target that is supposed to be done by Friday, get it done immediately. Maybe you don't submit it. Maybe you don't officially say it's finished, but it's finished. It's done. It's ready to go. Then it kind of leaves your mind as this, this lurking, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I can't pay attention. I can't focus. It's like, it's already done. And then you put all of that extra focus and attention and energy towards the business in the meantime. So there is a way to reimagine your entire world, your entire life, your priorities, your, uh, your targets and expectations, and also when you're going to do certain things. So if you want to watch a movie with your wife, okay, great. I will watch a movie with my wife on Friday or Saturday night after I have accomplished and achieved these things during the week. I have done, you know, for example, posted on my Instagram and my stories and my, my wall, something business related content. I've reached out to five to 10 new people every single day. I filmed some new ads and launched them for five to 10 bucks a day in the background. I've done all of these business related income producing activities between Monday and Friday. And then I earn the movie with my wife that two hours. If I do not get this stuff done, then that two hours actually goes back towards my business. And then you have to be the one that explains to your wife, hey, listen, I haven't got my business-related stuff done this week. That's my bad for whatever reason, right? Most likely you're lazy or procrastinating or distracted or something. And, and in other cases, it might have been something out of your control. But the point is, is that you now have to make that decision and go, you know what? It would be nice to have this type of relaxation, this type of entertainment, this type of fun, but I didn't show up the way I needed to during the week. And therefore this week I have to feel the consequences. I have to feel the pain of not doing the fun, entertaining stuff that I said I would do. And this actually determines how you show up next week because it, it builds that grit. And when you're making the transition from employee nine to five to a full-time entrepreneur, I believe this is like the biggest initiation towards your life that you say you want. This is an initiation that all entrepreneurs at some point have to do. It's like the 100-mile walk across this really big canyon, and you're walking on this bridge that's like shaky, and it's going to fall apart, and you're looking down, and you're like, man, if I fall off this bridge, it's game over. And it's like 100 steps, 100 miles. It's, it's, it's a long period of time. For most people, it takes them a year 
right? For most people from the decision that they make, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to do this thing. It takes about a year of juggling the two, juggling the job, juggling the family, juggling other responsibilities, and still making the business like a full-blown obsession. Like, I got to get this business going. I wake up in the morning, think about my business. I drive my car somewhere, I'm thinking about my business. I'm on my lunch break, I'm thinking about my business. I'm coming home from work, thinking about my business. I'm laying in bed at night, thinking about my business. You know, when you're on your phone, when you're listening to the radio, all business-related content, personal development, business training, calls, completely consuming yourself with this new reality, this new world that you want to do. And as you start to generate some leads, as you start to generate some sales and some commissions, all of that money has to go back towards this goal to quit your job. And so some of that income needs to go back towards your ad spend. Some of that income can go towards outsourcing some things to buy back your time, buy back your life. And some of it can go towards a bit of a savings account that's going to help you not feel super stressed and the pressure of quitting your job. Because if you have a little cushion of three months or six months of your total monthly expenses put aside, then that gives you a little bit of a runway when you quit your job to not need to make a sale immediately in the first two to four weeks after quitting your job just to pay your rent, just to pay your car and those types of things. So typically you need to have like three to six months of money set aside. You need to start outsourcing your low quality tasks that are cheap to hire out, you know, 15, 20, $25 an hour for someone else to do it. And that might be coming out of your paycheck from your job and, and you stop going out for dinner or getting takeout or, you know, buying new clothes or shopping on Amazon or those types of things temporarily. You just put a pause on it. It's not forever. It's for three, six, 12 months where you just limit your expenses as much as you can while reinvesting all of the money back into the things that can make you more money, which is primarily focusing around leverage, it's primarily focusing on outsourcing, and it's primarily focusing on ad spend that gets you more eyeballs on your offer, that gives you more opportunities to bring people into your business. And then the other thing that is really, really powerful and important is to actually set a date. So one of the big mistakes a lot of people make is that they have a powerful why, and then they focus on how. So the why is I wanna quit my job because I want to travel, I want to spend more quality time with the people I love, my children, and I want to make my own schedule, I want to be in charge of my life. That's like the why, right? Like the burning desire of why you want to quit your job. Location freedom, time freedom, money freedom, and so on. And then the how is like, okay, I have a high profit business that I can leverage to be able to create these results, to be able to create this income to replace my job. So the why and the how is what most people are talking about and what most people are focusing on. How to this, how to that. Why is it important to you? Why does it matter to you? But what is not talked about enough is when. When is all of this going to happen? Is it actually scheduled into your life? Because if you miss the when, it won't happen. So when are you going to record your ads? When are you going to post your ads? When are you going to check the results of your ads? When are you going to work on your business? When are you going to go to the gym? When are you going to go for a walk? And every single thing in your life that's important to you, from your spouse to your children, to your job, to everything, needs to go into the schedule. 
And then it's so much easier because here's what happens. If you focus on putting everything into your calendar and there's no white space left over, then you can have conversations with other people in your life and say to your wife, for example, or to your kids, for example, is like, look, Friday night from 7 p.m. till 10 p.m. is my, my time where I'm not on my phone, I'm not working on my business, and it's our time together to talk, to catch up, have a date night, watch a movie, whatever you want to do, and then you need to stick to that. You need to honor that. And then all of a sudden, when, when your wife is looking at the clock, it's like, okay, it's 7 o'clock, and you know, you're there ready to rock and roll at 6.55 and be like, honey, I've been looking forward to this all week. I'm super excited. You know, this has been an awesome week. I got so much done. I learned this. I've done these ads. I tested this. I talked to these leads. I'm making some progress. And then it's like a really good energy. Same thing with the kids. It's like you might have a day, an afternoon, or like Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning or Sunday morning or something like that. It's like one-on-one -on -one with the kids, quality time playing with them. And you're super focused, no phone, no social media, no TV, no distractions, just like quality time playing with the kids, being fully present. And they start to understand like that's when that's going to be happening. Or like an hour a day after you get home from your job is like an hour a day with the kids, uninterrupted, no distractions, full presence is actually going to be more valuable for your bond and your relationship with your children than two, three, four hours where you're like half checked out on your phone, trying to juggle things on Instagram, doing this, watching this call, watching the TV in the background. And it's like five things happening simultaneously. And your kid's kind of looking at you like, hello, hi, me, I'm here. Do you care? Hello, do you even love me? Like that's how they feel because you're just scattered, right? And so this is a really powerful way to get a lot more things that, accomplished because your quality of time that you're dedicating to different areas of your life is maximized because it's efficient. And no matter what you're doing, whether you're with your family or you're with your business, you're present on the task at hand. The biggest reason why a lot of people take a really long time to ever get results or ever quit their nine to five or ever get to the goals that they want is because they're always thinking about you know, not what they're doing. So when they're at work, they're thinking about a holiday or they're thinking about what they're going to do on the weekend or they're thinking about what they're going to cook when they get home for dinner. And so they're always like not where they actually are, right? Have you ever noticed that a lot of the times if you're hanging out with friends or something like that, they're on their phones, you know, watching their other friends highlight reel or stories or whatever, and they're ignoring the person that is actually like with them. It's like they're focused on what, where they're not, what they're not doing. And if you can reprogram yourself to like, when it's time to work, it's time to work. I'm fully here. And when, when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. And these are the things that help me so much in my business. And the next thing that I'll say is that you need to really be mindful of boundaries. And a lot of people talk about boundaries in entrepreneurship but what you have to keep in mind is the context of where are they in their journey? And I'll give you an example. So for myself, in the first like three years, roughly, of my business, I didn't have boundaries. My boundaries were minimal at best. The only time I technically had a boundary of like not checking my phone or not rep replying to text messages or supporting my teammates if they needed something was when I was fully sleeping. But if someone asked me to like do a call in the middle of the night in advance, like not like actually during the night, but a couple of days before or something like that, I would say yes. And I would wake up and I would help that person. I'd be on that call and I would do whatever I needed to do. 
And I knew that saying yes to every opportunity that actually could potentially lead to something big, like a big person getting started in my downline or an opportunity to partner with somebody or an opportunity to help my, my team grow or duplicate or whatever. It was yes, yes, yes. I didn't even think about it. When the question was asked, the answer was yes. Can you help me? Yes. Are you available? Yes. Can you make it work? Yes. It's Friday night? Yes. Sunday night? Yes. Sunday morning? Yes. Middle of the night? Yes. And I, I kept saying that until I knew that I didn't need to anymore because my business was established. The duplication was happening. Sales were happening without me needing to be actually involved in the transaction or helping close the business or whatever. And so I earned, this is the key, I earned the right to establish clear boundaries with no. I didn't start with no. I didn't act like I'm too good or that I have to have this perfectly balanced life where, oh, I work nine to five and then after five, I put my phone away in a basket and I don't look at it and I don't, no, no, no. It's like some of the people that talk like this, you're like, man, you are either super wealthy and way past the early stage of business or you just have really small standards and small lifestyle goals for yourself where you don't want to grow. You don't want to make more money. You don't want to level up. You don't want to like travel more or like buy new things or provide better futures for your children. You're just content and happy and have settled for the way your life is now. And I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm saying that if somebody is giving you that type of advice, you also have to find out their motivation behind that and why they are saying it, essentially. And so when I look at people that are really huge on boundaries, 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 typically they're already a seven-figure earner or an eight-figure earner. And when they were first getting started in their business, they had way less boundaries because they had to be more available and because they were available and because they were obsessed and because they were 100% all in on their business, even when they had a job, even when they had a business, even when they had kids or responsibilities and other things going on, they were still like, look, anything and everything that allows me to get towards my goals, the answer is yes. And then once you get the results, which eventually you will, think about like how powerful that is from a universal energetic standpoint. Yes, 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 I'm here, let's go, let's do it, I got you, I'm available, I'm ready to rock and roll. Like that type of frequency is really inviting in God and the universe to be like, this guy really wants what he says he wants because he's never turning an opportunity down and the only people that turn opportunities down are the ones who don't really want what they say they want, if you think about that. You know what I mean? Like if you have an opportunity to work out and you choose not to, you don't really want to get fit. If you have an opportunity to make money and you don't take it, you don't really want to make the money. If you have an opportunity to help somebody and you choose not to because you're busy, unavailable, too cool, focusing on balance, then you don't really want to help that person. Does this make sense? So when you go, yes, 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 there's this like vibration in your life all around you. Yes, 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 I want this, I want this, I'm doing the work, I'm ready, I'm showing up. And then it starts to happen more and more and more and more. And then all of a sudden, what happens is that after a certain time, you get to make that, that shift where you go, wait a second, now the first automatic answer is no. 
However, if it's in alignment with where I want to go from this point forward, then it's a yes. But it's not an automatic yes anymore. And that's what happened to me as well. And it was really liberating when that happened because I was all of a sudden like, well, no, I've paid my dues. I've paid the price. I made those adjustments. I made the shift. I was able to leave my nine to five and survive. That's the biggest thing too is like, Leaving your nine to five is easy. You could literally quit your job right now, tell your boss to F off and be done. And it's not that difficult. But the survival after is actually what we're really aiming for. That's the focus. The focus is on how do we create a runway between now and the day that you quit officially. And that runway builds you momentum for, you know, three to six months after you leave your job without making you feel like you're drowning and going to die. Because that's kind of how it feels emotionally for most people is like, oh my God, no one's telling me what to do. I'm overwhelmed. There's, I could do this. I could do that. I don't know when to wake up. I don't know what to focus on in the morning. And it just becomes all these question marks and a lot of uncertainty. You don't know where your paycheck's coming from. You don't know where your money's coming from. And so it could be really intimidating if you go into it unprepared. Now, you'll never have necessarily the perfect plan. There's always going to be some surprises, but you really have to understand like in this transition from employee to entrepreneur, from having a secure, you know, secure paycheck every couple of weeks that you're just dependent on and you're most likely not even operating at 50% of your potential. You're kind of coasting, you're, you're lazy, you take it easy. When you get home from work, you got, you know, whatever the, the evening to just chill, to do whatever. That's never going to get you the life that you see other people living like myself and others that the diamond life. And that's the, that's the part that makes society really twisted because people go home, don't take action on their goals. They don't do the things that they need to do. They just go on their smartphone, sit on the sofa and watch other people living an epic life and then dreaming about that and going, wow, that looks really nice. You know, that holiday, I've always wanted to visit that place. You know, oh, that car. Yeah, that car. I've really wanted that car for a long time. It's, it's really nice. Like, oh, they seem so happy and they have so much freedom and and, and and you're literally like watching someone else live the life that you deep down want instead of putting the fucking phone away and doing the work that gets you the results that allows you to then share your lifestyle and then the other lazy fucks out there will sit on their sofa watching you living your dreams. That is the shift, my friends. You need to actually go, Cool. I know what I want. I know where I'm getting. I'm obsessed with it. And every one of my choices and decisions has to go through this filter. Is this actually allowing me to grow, improve, get better, hit my results and make the necessary sacrifices and changes in the short term to get me to where I want to go in the long term? And if you can't put in that time to build the runway from where you are today to ultimately where you want to go, you're going to keep dragging your feet, dragging your feet, dragging your feet. And the problem with this is that after a while, the amount of support around you from your wife, from your children, from your parents, from your friends, the support will start to go down because the longer you take, the, the, the less committed you appear, the less like obsessed you truly are where everybody knows, man, Blage is obsessed. Like if you ask my wife, you ask my mom, you ask my brother back in the day, in the, in the early days, how obvious it was from their point of view that I was going to achieve my goals. They would all tell you like 
They had no doubt because they could actually tell by my actions. They could tell by my choices. If there was an invitation to go do something, I would say, sorry, I got to decline because I'm working on my business, you know, or I'd be in date night with my wife. I go, baby, I got to take this call because I'm going to help this person close a sale. She goes, I know it's all good. Instead of like what a lot of people would do is like the call comes in, you're on date night and then you go, you cancel the call. You don't accept it. Right. And then your spouse or whatever will ask you, oh, who is that? Oh, it was a business call, but you know, I'll call them tomorrow. And on one hand, they're happy because they're on date night, but deep down they're like, oh, that's not what the obsessed person would do. That's not the person who's on fire, passionate, going to create their dreams. That's not what that person would do. So their support starts to go down because they don't believe that you actually are going to do what it takes. Does this make sense? So the faster you do it, the more obsessed you are, the more all in you go in the short term, the more support, the more belief, the more momentum, everything just becomes easier because like nothing can stop you. So when you think about what is your version, you specifically based on your current circumstances, your current life, what is your version of unstoppable? What does that mean to you? Right? If you were to look in the mirror or you were to film yourself, on a typical day from morning when you woke up till nighttime when you went to bed and it was a reality TV show and somebody else was watching it, would that person watching you, the way you're showing up in your life, in your business, would they go, damn, this person wants it. Damn, this person's relentless. Damn, this person's going to make it happen no matter what. Holy shit, they're dedicated. Wow, they're committed, right? Does this make sense? never missing, never missing your daily method of operation, your daily process, your daily learning, your daily income producing activity, talking to leads, DMing, outreaching ads, all of it, never missing a single day of what you know you must be doing. No excuses, no procrastination. No, I'm not good today. I'm not feeling like it today. I'm not feeling good today. It's the time of the month today. My kids today, the traffic today, the weather today, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. None of that shit in 2024. And if that is a promise that you truly make to yourself and you can keep that word with yourself and honor yourself and go, no, I'm all in. I'm not going to miss. This is, I'm making this happen every single day until I achieve my goal. Then my friends, I have zero doubt that in 2024, you will achieve your goal to walk away from your nine to five and not only walk away with it, but actually survive and thrive as you make this full-time shift and evolution into your entrepreneurial future that will allow all of your goals and dreams to come true. All right. I know you can do it. I did it. And the last thing I'll say on this is that as intense as this season is for you to make that shift, and as much adversity and sacrifices that are required to pull it off, the further and further and further you get into the future of living your dreams, the more you will see in hindsight that this season of making this transition is the funnest journey of entrepreneurship. We call it the garage days, the early days, the days when there's so many things that you're unsure how it's going to happen, but deep down within you have a knowingness. You're like, I know what's going to happen. There's just all these question marks. How is it going to play out? Who is going to be in my business? You know, is it going to be this ad that makes my first 10K month? Is it going to be this? Is it that? You don't know. There's all these question marks, which can feel really create a lot of anxiety and stuff inside of you. But if I'm telling you that when you look back on the season one day, you'll be like, man, 
Those are the good old days, man. That was so much fun. Now my life is set up. Now it's a guarantee. I'm financially free. There's no more guessing where my next check is coming from. You know, now my lifestyle is solid. I do exactly what I want every single day. I don't have to fight for it the same way I did in the beginning. Does that make sense? So even though the benefits of getting here are beautiful and I would never trade it for anything, the joy, the fun, the, the real entrepreneurship fire happens from this transition from employee to entrepreneur. So enjoy it, have fun and make 2024 the year that you finally break free from the shackles of employment in that traditional way and you take back ownership of your life so you have all choices and all options moving forward and you get to really live your life by design and step into that beautiful diamond life that you and your family deserve. I believe in you. I know you can do it. And I can't wait to hear all the success stories that we create together in 2024. Make it happen. And I'll see you in the next one. Take care, my friends. I hope you found something useful here to help you unlock more freedom in your life. We're just getting started. So if there's something you want to hear or a guest you want me to have on the podcast, shoot me a message at the Diamond Life Mentor on Instagram and let me know. You can discover incredibly helpful resources and more ways to build your diamond life now at my website, BelageWCardos.com. At the end of the day, this is all about bettering yourself and helping others. So if you think you can help someone else by sharing this podcast, that would be the ultimate win for me. And of course, subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening.